Alright folks, what is going on? This is episode 325 of the First Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller and today is going to be a really different show. I'm not really much going to talk about much of Georgia Southern or Atlanta Falcons football. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty much a... It, it kind of sucks right now, to be honest with you. I mean, look, you know, we all know what happened this weekend, and it, it is really, really unfortunate. And not only on top of that, the way the media or certain people in the media responded, um, this is it was kind of gross. But we're going to talk about a little bit of that, and uh, also we're going to talk about what the people on our end, the the small guys that do this type of stuff. Uh, I'm going to talk about how I think what makes us better or make i'll say better and i'll say what separates us from the rest so we'll get into that uh so um if it's your first time here welcome to the first and frame rate show i'm via baller over here we talk about georgia southern football and atlanta falcons football but um after the passing of Dwayne haskins uh, we're gonna have um the start of the week is gonna be a little bit different you know we're gonna really get into uh you know just why we do what we do as far as you know me making this content and and doing the things I do to make this content and uh why it's I feel like it's important for me to do so so uh we're going to get into all that um if you want to listen to the audio side of this or if you're on the audio side I can be uh found on YouTube or Rumble and if you like I said the audio side is on Anchor Stitcher Spotify Apple and Google if you want to donate, all the links are down in the description, and uh, we will um, get this rocking and rolling. All right, you like I said, you know what happened to Dwayne Haskins. You saw some of the backlash. Well, I didn't say the backlash, but the responses of certain people. You know, Adam Schefter and Gil Brandt did not make a really good um, assessment of their of what was going on and decided to be a little bit negative. Um, there's other people responded pretty much in kind and for most one accord. You had most people saying that, you know, uh, people like Adam Schefter or Gildbrandt basically look at, you know, athletes as, you know, just straight athletes, not necessarily as people. And um, it's, it's really unfortunate because we've this society in general. And I don't want to get too far down this week, but I'll just say the statement society in general gets blinded by things when things are just too good to be true or just too good in general when you constantly get you know a good thing all the time you kind of lose sight of what what's there now what i mean by that is we have a really good thing with the sports world i mean we're very spoiled we get tons of sports information tons of sports uh you know uh broadcasting you get all that stuff so much and analysis of it that we forget that hey these people are human and I'm not trying to say that, uh, you know, we're all guilty of it, but I will say this, that what happened with Adam Schefter and Gil Brandt is not necessarily, a, um, it's not really an outlier. You have a lot of people, mainly in the big, bigger forms of media who really just don't think of, you know, players as players, you know, I mean, I mean, players as humans. You don't. I mean, some people just look at it as, hey, they're going to give me entertainment and that's all it is. Um, it kind of shifted a little bit with more of the social justice stuff, you know, with the whole more than an athlete thing. You know, people start to want it, wanted these people to say more things that are, you know, uh, I say more relatable to the average person. But, you know, more, more, most of that was kind of agenda based. But, you know, that's another story for another day. But when you look at somebody who lose their life so young at the age of 24 and the first thing that you want to talk about is their struggles or you want to talk about the negative side of what they've done, 
it, you know, a lot of people try to say that, oh, is it true or not? Yeah, it may be true, but there's a time and place for everything. You know what I'm saying? You don't really want to, you know, like, and I don't want to make it sound like kind of bad or anything, but you don't want to kick a person when they're down. You know what I'm saying? You celebrate someone's life when their life is ended. You know, I mean, I mean, you if you want to talk bad about them after the fact, I mean, OK, fine. I mean, I, I'm to be honest with you, if you want to talk bad about them throughout this entire time, that's fine. But, you know, the repercussions of it, you know, it's like ethically wrong. You know, and like I said, this is not just a thing that goes to just Adam Schefter or Gil Brandt. Now, Adam Schefter has a, a laundry list of things that he's done that's insensitive to that he said that was kind of insensitive to athletes. But, you know, I don't want to be a thing to bash on him. But you see a lot of people in bigger media really just don't take into consideration of certain people's situations. Or when they do do that, the first thing they think of is the negative side of things. And uh, I think this one thing I want to flip this and say, this is why the smaller media people like me and other ones that are on YouTube or other forms of uh, of inter- uh, broadcasting as far as the uh, podcast side of things, who people just do bro- broadcast through podcasting or they may do it through TikTok or whatever the case may be, Instagram, they may they find their lane in that area. And people do it on the video side, YouTube, Rumble or Vimeo or any of those other places. We this type of media mainly just does uh, we focus on the celebration of our teams. We do get passionate about those about our teams or whatever, but we never get in a situation to where we have to paint a broad brush over an entire league. One thing I don't like about that is because when you try to paint a broad brush and cover the entire league, you don't have any sense of uh, indirect biasness. Because I don't want nobody to be completely biased, but for me, I'm biased. I I cover Atlanta Falcons and Georgia Southern football. But it, it condenses everything so you would know how passionate I feel about that team to the point where I don't have a problem, you know, being critical of the team. Some people can't be critical of teams because they don't want to burn a bridge or whatever the case may be. You don't, you want, you got to tow the part, you got to you know, tow the corporate line. So that's what happens when you're in these bigger areas, like the smaller medias that like us, we don't necessarily have to do that. So even if we are talking bad about somebody, we know that we we basically know how to do it. Now, I'm not I can't speak for everybody, but we know how to do it in a fashion where it it comes off as a, a form of passion instead of a form of being smug or just being disrespectful or being nasty. So like this whole situation with Calvin Ridley, we were talking so, you know, down about him, but it's because we really care. It's not because we truly dislike him. And if we do dislike a person that was once on the team, it's going to be known, but it'll never get to the point where the person is down and out or they're not living anymore. And, and, and we end up talking bad about, we won't do that. But even when you paint a broad brush, you have to be somewhat objective. And um, it kind of it kind of sucks because you don't really know how to show some form of compassion, I guess. I guess that came off right. I hope it did. Because at the end of the day, we love sports, but we got to understand who who's playing the sports. These are gifted, gifted, gifted human beings that has talent that we would die for. You know, and I think that's something that people don't really think about. Yeah, some people just don't. People think they're just people that are gifted. They just walk up and 
just do what they do. Now, there are some people that are outliers that are really, really that talented that just just so gifted that they could just wake up and shoot a three pointer without not even thinking about it. Or they'll just, you know, they could throw a ball 50, 60, 70 yards without even, you know, not even, you know, putting any effort to it. But it it is still hard work at the end of the day. It's hard work to even make it as far as Dwayne Haskins did. Yeah, you know, he had his ups and downs, but at the end of the day, he was a wonderful, you know, he's a wonderful guy. Yeah, he had some issues here and there, but who don't? We all have our demons in our closets. Some of them are not even in the closet. We have them, and even when we do, is there's always a time and place to talk about that stuff. Now I'm gonna flip to what the media possibly could have learned. I think the media, the sports media, could have learned to the fact that um, they can learn to be more grounded. They can learn to be more attentive of what's going on. They could be, they could basically just read the room. And understand that, hey, maybe I need to get out of a journalistic mode just for three seconds and think before I put something out there on social media or write this column or whatever. And I, and I think that's the main thing is that people are so worried about being first. And sometimes they they may not be wrong, but it just doesn't come off correctly because you're trying to be so fast. Like over here, I, I said it on social media. I said it on Twitter the other day people like us we're not really worried about being first we just want to be correct and concise for our fan base i want you guys to respect me for knowing what i'm talking about i also want you guys to respect me for not knowing everything and learning from you guys i did a live stream not too long ago i had no idea grady Jarrett was uh, jesse tuggles um son no idea but i'm humble enough to not try to sit here and be like oh i know it all y'all don't know nothing shut up just because i'm on the microphone and behind a and behind a microphone and in front of a camera i think that's one of the beautiful things about this type of media on youtube or whatever and i love the fact that i have that that relationship with my listeners and my viewers the fact that we can all come together to learn together we don't have to be talking at each other we talk with each other talk to each other and i think that's the disconnect that a lot of these journalists in the in the, in the world media the big boy media don't have they don't have that connection to where they don't understand the people that they're feeding information to they're just happy to see likes and retweets you know and and, and that that's really unfortunate I'm a really big, um, I'm a really big, uh, fan of radio and I listen to some guys on radio and I think that's like the second best, um, the uh, second best avenue to get sports information. Cause some of those guys do a phenomenal job and only on that they they still have that connection with the people that are listening. Television don't have that anymore. And social media definitely don't have that. And they don't have a connection to, to the folks that they're serving. And I think that's something that, you know, sports media, the big media can learn is that you got to have that connection with the people. So, you know, when things like this happen, you will still be grounded to know, to have some empathy with people who tragically lose their life. When you have that connection, you would know that, Hey, this ain't right. Before you press in. Okay. This ain't right. 
let me take another two minutes to rewrite this. And I might not be the first person to put this up. Or maybe I am the first person to put it up because I'm the only one that got this news. Let me put it out correctly so it'll be respectable. It'll be um, professional. And every and, and, and most of the people could take take it all in as far as um, being an acceptable. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just being an, an accept, uh, being acceptable information that comes across the wire. Because what Adam Schefter did and what Gil Brandt did, especially 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 what Gil Brandt did, I mean he he was on one of those avenues that I said that works. He was speaking where you can have that dialogue or you can have that better connection. He was speaking it out about the things that he said about Dwayne Hess. It was just disgusting. I I just don't get it. I don't understand how it. Not get it. Well, I kind of do. Cause see, older people don't like to hold their tongues. To be honest with you, they don't. And Gilbrand's like what 90, 89, 90 years old. So he's gonna have a. He's an older person. Does it excuse it? No. But we know how. If you had any elders in your in your life, you had any elders in your family, you know how it goes. You know that they're gonna be saying. You know these older people are gonna be saying some things. That's out of whack. I don't think it's going to be to the extent that Dwayne what he said about Dwayne Haskins, but they don't bite their tongue. But at the same time, it's like you know now it's it's it, now you you learning learning a lesson because that type of rhetoric don't fly anymore. This is not the '60s. It's not the '70s. You can't just say stuff like that no more. But you know, unfortunately. Uh, it, it had to be exposed. It had to be because trust me, I know this happens way more than often. I know it happens more, and like I said, that's why I didn't just just put it up to those two people. I'm sure that other people in the media talk like this about our athletes, and it's a, it's a shame. Oh, you know that's one thing I'll never go against, or never say I never talk down to any of these guys that are playing sports. I mean, I can imagine the pressure that they have to do this, do that job, even though they're very gifted and they're talented. So many people are looking up to them to perform at a high level. And they say that it doesn't bother them. They just go out and do that. That's hard for me to believe. I believe that they're, they're under a lot of pressure all the time. And just to perform at a high level, I, I can imagine, well, I can't imagine how, how they do it. So I'll always uplift any athlete. If you put on a uniform, you go out there and play. I'm going to try my best to uplift you even when you're at your lowest moments. Now, I'll talk about how bad you did something, but I'll never talk about how bad the person is. You know, you got some guys that are athletes that are pure idiots. I know they are. You got some out there that will that just don't want to deal with fans. I, you can't. I mean, I'm talking about in all sports. I know there's some out there. You can't tell me all the athletes just love all the fans. No, some of them don't want to be bothered. I respect that, and maybe you they, they do have an instance where they talk down to their fans or whatever because sometimes they're just not in the mood. But you know what? I, I, I kind of understand it. I kind of understand it. I don't condone it, but I understand it. But I always uplift these guys because at the end of the day, they're giving us something, a form of entertainment that I, I love. I love watching football. I love watching baseball. I love watching basketball. 
It's one of the most beautiful things that you can see on television. Guys who are, you know, pushing the limits of their bodies to be the best that they can be. Some of the things that you see on the field, on the court, on the pitch, on a baseball diamond, the things that you see these guys do on the golf course. It's just so amazing what a human body can do. Male, female, doesn't matter. They do a phenomenal job at sports. The last thing you need to do, to be honest with you, the last thing you really need to do is talking down to somebody, especially after they pass. I'm not saying sit there and worship these guys, but at the same time, it's like, why would you have a reason to, to bash one of these players unless they've done something to you personally? What did Dwayne Haskins do to Gil Brandt? What did Dwayne Haskins do to Adam Schefter? I don't, I just don't get it. That's just like I said. I go back to what I'm saying. This is why I love. I love what these kids at Georgia Southern are all about. I mean, you talk about really high standard guys. Most of them are high standard. We had some issues. You know, some guys fell out of character, but that's life. Like I said, that's life. Everybody is not a saint. But, you know, it happens. But I never talk down to them or talk bad about them. Kicking them when they down. But at the same time, I'm like, hey, I love what these guys stand for at Georgia Southern. In Atlanta, I don't know all the players in Atlanta right now. I don't know all the players at Georgia Southern. But the guys in Atlanta, you don't hear nothing crazy about them. I mean, maybe some I don't want to play football related stuff. You see Calvin really doing what he doing, like, all right. Now we had some run-ins and you know, but you know, they're flawed people. You know, you condemn them when it's time to condemn them. But for the most part, we we got some all right people here. I think we got some all right people for the most part in the NFL. You know, you always want to hear about the negative of who's getting arrested, this, that, and third. Like I said, there's nothing you can do about it. They're they're human. It's a time and a place to talk about that kind of stuff. And what happened to Dwayne Haskins, that, that definitely was not the time. And I hope that the media has learned something out of this. Because to be to be quite honest, this YouTube thing, this rumble thing, this podcasting thing now, it's getting more popular and popular. People don't watch these televisions anymore. People don't watch these TVs anymore like they used to. People are on these, on these phones. People on their computers, people on their tablets. They search for people like us to, to for information now. They're on social media looking for information. And if you're not doing your job correctly, they'll they'll just go off and get their information for someone else. So we as the small media, we have a chance to do something big. We just continue to do what we do. And hopefully we continue to get the support that you guys give us. I really appreciate it. If you like this content, hit the like button, share this content, subscribe to the channel, help us grow. Not just me, but all the other small, small media out here that's on these uh, platforms. I can be listened to on YouTube or watched on YouTube. I could be watched on Rumble. I can be listened to on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google. If you want to donate, the links are down in the description. 
Take heed to your favorite teams. Even if one of my teams aren't your favorite teams, go look at that. I'm pretty sure everybody across the YouTubes or the podcast avenues are talking about every team that you can imagine in some shape or form. Give them some props. Give them give give them some accolades. It's not easy out here doing what we're doing, but at the same time, uh, we try our best. We really do. You know, some of us are very arrogant. Some of us are really shy at doing this. Some people are just in the middle of the road. You know, it's tough. And we appreciate the support. I'm going to get out of here. You guys enjoy the rest of your Monday. Keep the Haskins family in your prayers. I'll be back on Tuesday with another episode. I thank you guys. You guys take it easy. You guys be blessed. Peace.